It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do the right offense. And it is week 13. Week 13 of the NFL. Wade and Ryan here. NFL in London. Um, Hello. We are uh, looking back, man. There's only five more five more games left for everybody. Five more. It's crazy. This is it. December football. It's all it. Then you're all done. And then it's uh, wait till the then it starts looking up the draft. Yeah. Then, soon for a bunch of us. Then we go us. through the, the hibernation of non-football. This season has gone by quickly. Uh, this season has gone by so quickly. So amazing how quickly it's gone uh, by. Just my life, to be honest with you, in the last like five years has just flown by so yeah. quickly. And like, and, uh, and it's just getting even worse as you get older. I'm noticing how fast football seasons go by. It goes by really fast and uh, no results. And uh, there's no real difference whether you're winning or losing. It goes by at the exact same speed. It does. It is an allegory of life. Um, we did watch uh, the highlights from the Thursday night game. Uh, the Dallas defense came alive. Oh, I watched. I watched the whole game. I woke up it was super stupid early. Couldn't get back to sleep, so I put it on. Yes, Dallas defense. That was the story, and it was just uh, that was the story. And obviously, the offense. I don't know what happened to that offense. Right now, Dallas looks like they got a good enough defense to win that division. I think yeah, it's going to no, be really tough. Definitely do. Taking that game was just so big for them. Yeah, it was it was a real shutdown. I mean, when you look at it, New Orleans, who is you know was running forty point games, forty point yeah, scores, ten couldn't even couldn't even, and they were lucky to get that ten. The Dallas defense was playing heads up, knockdown football. They stymied the running game. They yeah. stopped the passing game. And the Saints team did a good job. Like they, they struggled well. a bit at the beginning. Like Dak Prescott was picking them apart, but then they got two. Like Dak Prescott fumbles all the time. They got yeah. a big turnover at the end to stop him from getting points. And then he had Randy Gregory getting these boneheaded penalties, like back to back penalties on third downs and one on fourth down, roughing the kicker. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. And they gave him like the ample opportunity to win, but then Drew Brees with an uncharacteristic interception at the end, which yeah, was no, just, he threw just the, sealed it. He threw that down, and, and you know, there's some refereeing, some questionable calls that I was sort of watching going. There's a lot of missed calls, really too, bad like, things like uh, had, uh, a helmet, helmet to helmet, helmet, helmet Kamara, which was, should have been called. Um, you know, if that was a Patriots. and a big, uh, big face mask on Dak Prescott, yeah. in the last uh, couple minutes too, which should have been called. There's just a bad day for the refs. Bad day for the refs. They, they, they're, they're hard for them coming on four days rest. You know, yeah, those refs. I, I can imagine. It's, it's not uh, like they use other refs. That's their worst performance of the year, I assume. It, it was pretty bad. Um, but we've got some other games that will be coming up. I mean, it does make Dallas in pretty good, comfortable position as they move in with the NFC East. New Orleans, I think a lot of people are going to watch that game and see that's how you beat New Orleans. Well, that's what you do. Luckily, they have the tiebreaker against the Rams still. Yeah. So, uh, and the Rams, what? The Rams have one loss? Two. Uh, Rams have two losses. Or, sorry, one loss for the Rams. One loss for the Rams. So, yeah. actually, yeah, so they got the tiebreaker. So, they're still in that number one seed. But right now, there's just no room for error. It doesn't look like the Rams are slowing down. And Drew Brees, that was a, that was a, that was a terrible game. And I yeah. want to see, they need to see more. And he pretty much killed me. Thank God I was out of fantasy before this week because with no Fournette and that Drew Brees performance, it would have been toast. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I had him in one of my I'm leagues, and, that, and that's not he good. He did not have a good game. We'll move into some other games, uh, some other exciting games going on this week. We'll start with Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Indianapolis, who is putting up some just a real good march to the finals here. Um, Four-point favorites, 6-5 and five Indianapolis Colts visiting Jacksonville, 3-8, and eight, over 148 points on this one. Um You've got Andrew Luck, who has just been having uh, amazing, uh, you know, eight straight three touchdown games, yeah. which is I think tied for the NFL. I don't know yeah. if it's tied for the NFL record. And he could do the NFL record, I think this. Week. Yeah, I think he can do With the NFL nine, record. Nine straight three yeah. touchdown games. That is an incredible consistency to continue to do that, especially with five straight wins. 
going into Jacksonville, which is going to be a tough place to play. I think that yeah. defense, after losing to Buffalo, that's a wake-up call to every team. Oh, yeah, it sure uh, is. Yeah, but also not having Fournette for this one. It's also going to be a big thing. Yeah, no Fournette, and now you got Cody Kessler. Yeah, Cody Kessler uh, is playing, so... It's just going to be a real... Like, you could have... Like, luckily, they have Carlos Hyde, who is a decent backup. He hasn't really been getting many touches. You do have Yeldon. So I don't even know if you're going to see much difference in the offense. I think they're going to be able to basically do what Blake Bortles did yeah. and get the same amount of points. But it's, will their defense be able to get to Andrew Locke? I'm actually going to say, I'm going to go with the Jacksonville upset Woo! to break the streak oh right goodness. off the bat. Yeah. Just because I think they're home, their defense is going to be angry. Um, you know, the, the Colts have done six straight, or five straight, five straight wins. Yeah. You know, they're due for a letdown game, I think. And Andrew Locke's streak of three touchdowns is going to stop on this oh, game. Oh, wow. I'm going to go with an upset right wow. off to start. But I'm totally cheering for Indianapolis. Okay. But, but I'm going to go with... Uh, 20 to 17. A real close game. 22 17. 20, Ryan, 20, 20 to 17. 20 to 17. Ryan real picking the upset. I just can't see it. I mean, uh, their offensive line for uh, Jacksonville lost. Yeah, three I'm probably going to be wrong, but they I lost just kind three of feel like... last week. Jalen Ramsey, I think, is going to be negated the whole time. Um, New Orleans, uh, sorry, Jacksonville can stop the run, but that can't stop Andrew Luck. He's going to have a lot of practice. You know, when they beat them last time, Jacksonville sweep them two games last year. And that was but that's a different team. There of course, is no because Andrew they Luck. had no offensive line, and Andrew Luck didn't have anything. He didn't so, play. He didn't so even play. this year, I, I you know, I, I just see that I can't see it. I can't see anything happening. But yeah, Indianapolis. So I've got Indianapolis winning this one, twenty-eight to thirteen. Yeah, because right Andrew. now, yeah, because if Jacksonville loses, you're into give up mode now, where people are start going to start questioning your effort and being like, "Have this team mailed it in? Has their coach lost the team?" Like. Doug Marone fired his offensive coordinator this week, so yeah. he's in that, like, I need a win right now or my job is might be toast. So that's the only reason I'm picking him because I feel it's such a desperation sure. on the defense, on Doug Marone, on the organization to get the fans excited again. And Cody Kessler, maybe he'll have a good game. I don't know. He maybe. was like a third-round pick. He he's, was on Cleveland, and that doesn't count. Yeah. I don't hold that against anyone during He doesn't have time. the arm or the scrambling ability. Big, or big Blake Bortles scrambles big, a lot. Big Blake? Blake Bortles. Um, but, you know, you, you mentioned with the desperation. I think Indianapolis is just as desperate. They're watching Houston take off there, True. and they want to keep pat. They, they want to keep, keep on. The team is feeling hot. They're all feeling inspired. So I've got Indianapolis crushing this one in an easy victory. Uh, now we go to the next one. Uh, Carolina, Tampa Bay. Carolina reeling, seems to be shooting itself Panthers. in the foot with mistakes and errors. Even They lose to Seattle, even though outgaining them by 180 different yards. They're facing a Tampa Bay team. Who is all over the place as well. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got Christian McCaffrey, who is just stomping and tromping and running all over people. Big day. Yeah, this Carolina is, a... is favored by three and a half ones over under in this one, six and a half. Will Carolina jump to seven and five? I think they're finally going to break the streak this week. I think this is an amazing um, like daily fantasy. Like Put all your money on Christian McCaffrey this week. Going to get yeah. against Tampa Bay. I think it's going to be a real... He's going to have a real good game on that turf, so it's, it's going to be... Really to his advantage. I think Carolina, after losing three straight, after being six and two, now six and five, there is no margin of error in that in that AF, in that NFC going for that yeah. last wild card spot. Uh, so this is an absolute must win. You got to beat this uh, this Tampa Bay team, especially the way they're just so up and down. You yeah. know, it's good to see Jameis Winston have a good game, but is he going to have a bad game? They got to ride out him for the rest of the season. I think like, yeah, you just sure. can't go back to Fitz again because then what are you doing? Yeah, no, you're just you're just like, you've done this already twice now. Yeah, just go down with the ship, play the violins, go down with the ship, and uh, I see Carolina finally 
getting out of this and breaking. What's the spread? Six and a half? I think six they'll and even. Three and a half. Or three and a half in this one for oh, Carolina. Oh, three and a half. Yeah, three and a half. It looks like a six. Six, uh, six and five record. Oh, Carolina. six and five record. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, yes, I'm going to go Carolina to cover this too. I think they're going to win uh, 31 to 20. 31 three. to 20. 23. 31 to 23. 23. Yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay's defense, they're just, they're putting in rookies. There's nowhere, there's no one to stop They're kind of working anymore. for next year. Like, they're in that spot yeah. with your record. Now let's play some of the young guys, see what they got. But you've got these rookies that are now being forced to stop Christian McCaffrey and stop an angry Cam Newton, which I don't see happening. You, you just, Carolina's just as bridge too far. I do see Tampa putting up some games because they are at home, uh, putting up some points. They are at home. Uh, but I've got this one 35-24, um, a shootout. But, uh, you know, I see Tampa Bay jumping up to a big lead, but Carolina just putting the throttle on and crushing yes, them. Yes, they crushing need this them. big time. If Carolina loses this, it, I think their season's done. Yeah. So this is an absolute must win. So let's move on to the next one. Uh, Baltimore, Atlanta. Uh, Baltimore favored by one and a half points. Baltimore struggling. Atlanta's defense is even struggling even wow. more. They've just been decimated since week one. They've just literally lost player after player after player. It's just been a real tough season, you know, for Atlanta. And I think sometimes in the NFL, you have those. Like, I don't expect them to be shit next year. Yeah. I think Atlanta will be a good bounce back. Sure, team. no, they've had a lot of injuries. They're going to get a good draft pick. It's a hugely defensive heavy draft. They'll get a good piece. And I think they'll be back next year ready to go. I just think they suffered a lot of hard luck, tough schedule, and now they got Baltimore, which I think they can beat this week. I think being at home is definitely to their advantage. Lamar Jackson on the road, it's going to be tougher. So I think he's yeah. had, he's had, he's, had, he's been playing well. He's been playing well, but I think Matt Ryan's going to show him how to play quarterback for real. Well, Matt Ryan, week. yeah, at four and seven, they've got to do something. The problem that I find that they have is this Baltimore running offense is that they're gouging people with three yes. different people. And Atlanta is really bad at stopping people up the middle. And so, just stopping people in general. So all honest. they have to do is just keep handing off the ball, handing off the ball, and just pound and pound and pound with three different backs and then let Lamar Jackson run around. I do think that Atlanta is going to step up because it's at home. They don't want to embarrass themselves, especially you know, starting in December. Um, but I see Baltimore winning this one 20 to 17. Oh, nice low score. No, Baltimore. Oh, I didn't do my pick of uh, the score. Yeah. I think this is going to be Atlanta win. I think, again, I'm going back to my not yeah. believing in Baltimore. I gotcha. picked them okay. last week. But I think Atlanta's a good enough team. And I think they're going to win uh, 24 to 17. 24 to 17 for Ryan in that one. Okay, we'll move on to the next game. This game is going to be on Sky. Uh, Cleveland, 4-6-1. and one. Saint, We never thought you'd hear that sentence again. No, no, no. Again. Cleveland and Houston. On Sky, Cleveland. Yeah. And, you, and actually thinking, eh, it might not be a bad game. It actually uh, might not be a bad game. 4-6-1. Uh, and one. Same record as the Green Bay Packers. By the way, Packers fans, if you're out there listening, 4-6-1. and one. Same record as the Browns. Um, Houston, 8-3. and three. Six and a half point favorites in this one. 48 points over and under. Is this Houston team overrated? Yes, I still feel this way. I'm not going to not feel this way. I'm actually going to go for this as my upset of the oh, week. Oh, oh. Even right. though I picked Jacksonville, that's a pretty big upset. I'm just yeah. going uh, taking gambles. You I'm, are, I'm just the, throwing money. Throwing Kenny money Rogers, money. Yeah. Kenny Rogers, the gambler. I think uh, I think it's a great game for Baker Mayfield. I think he's got this little like swagger to him yeah. ever since uh, Hugh Jackson's been fired. You know, the media, everyone's being like, look at this cocky kid coming in, but he's playing lights out. He's accurate. He's smart, but he's, unfortunately, he's going up against J.J. Watt and Clowney, so it's going to be really interesting to see. I think Cleveland's got a good defense. Greg Williams gets them to play hard. Yeah. Like, he's an asshole, so he, he gets them to play hard. And I think this is just one of 
those games. Cleveland's still in it. Five, six, and one. They were not. They're not out of this. And this is almost like a must win. I think if they lose this, they can't go to seven yeah. losses with the tie. Like, yeah. They're pretty much done. No. So I think this. I'm gonna go with Cleveland wow. to do the upset because I like their defense. And it's it's not at home. Ugh, this is gonna be a tough one. Yeah, but it's not, it's not a great one. But I'm still going with it to win. Uh, 27 to 23. 27-23. I have it the other way. I have 28-24, but for Houston, the defense is too much. I think Cleveland will be able to establish their running game uh, because Chubb and Duke Johnson are going to just start. Yeah, I'm excited right to Houston. watch this game, actually. Also, I, I don't think – I think you're going to see the, the Cleveland's defense come at them because they can't block. Their offensive line cannot block. Yeah, and people are getting defense. to Deshaun Watson, and I see Deshaun Watson going to have a lot of trouble maybe throwing the ball away, but – Houston will come down to it overall and win this one. I've got this one 28 to 24. Favorite ones, it's gonna be the AFC East, Buffalo yeah. at Miami. Four and seven Buffalo at five and six Miami. Miami playing some interesting football this season. Uh, Miami's able to keep it close to a lot of people. Um, Tannehill's playing not bad football. Miami's favoring this game by five points. How do you see your team? Oh, all right. Um, I actually think Buffalo can win this. I don't think they're going to win this. I think they always tend to struggle on the road in Miami. It's usually they split it, even though they have kind of had their number over the last couple of years. But I'm going to go. I think Josh Allen's had a good game. I think this is a good defense for him to go against. He played against Jacksonville, didn't turn it over, but he had the home crowd, and that was really a massive thing for him. I think being on the road, it's going to be harder. I like Sean McCoy to have a little bit of a bounce-back game. But I just think Miami at home is going to beat them, and I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, but that Buffalo defense is going to come at Tannehill. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should just change my pick. Oh, here he goes. Here <laughs> he goes. He's I'm feeling... Just because yeah. it just feels gross to say uh, Miami's going to be. No, I, I'm going to totally cheer for the Bills. But I think the Dolphins will win them in a very close game, 20-17. to 17. But I think Josh Allen's just going to make a few little mistakes on the road. It's tough, and I think Miami really needs this, especially since they've been reeling, and they're not going to want to lose to Buffalo, especially. Uh, they got, what, Tannehill playing again? Yeah, Tannehill's back. So, again, I think it's going to be a terrible game, to be honest with you. I don't see anything fun coming out of this. But I'm excited to watch Josh Allen progress, and this is a big game for him on the road, but I think just Miami's going to do it. Unfortunately, but go Bills. Yeah, I, I've got Miami in this one, too. I think their defense is starting to come alive. They've been limiting people, you know, like limiting some big teams in scoring. Um, you know, even when it was playing New England, whoever they're playing, they're actually playing some really smart football. So I like them in this one. Um, I don't think it's going to be that great of a game to watch. I have Miami winning this one 21 to 17, so I do have Buffalo covering that five-point spread. But um, it's not going to be a pretty game. It's going to be one of those ones you, you'd sort of glance over on Red Zone and go, oh, what's going on in that one? Hell no. It'll be on my iPad the whole time. Oh, yeah. The whole time. Okay, let's go to my game then. This game will not be on uh, television. You have Chicago uh, visiting the New York Giants. Chicago four-point favorites in this one. Uh, Chase Daniel looks like he'll probably get the start in this one. Probably a smart call considering that the Bears are playing the Rams next week. Yes, again, um, this is smart. And then you've got the New York Giants O-line versus the Bears D-line. How will that work out? Well, it's not going to be – it's going to be a very tough game for Eli Manning uh, passing. I think Chase Daniels looked really good last week. I he think did. On the road against the Giants, is going to be harder. Uh, he's going to have a bit tougher of a game. But again, he was on the road last week and he had yeah. a good game. So, again, I just don't have any faith in the Giants. I think they're going to really depend on Saquon Barkley. I think, uh, again, it's just getting it done. They're going to do that thing. Barkley's going to have a decent game. 
Odell Beckham's going to have a decent game, but they're still going to lose because they can, just can't score enough points. And going against the Bears, D, they've been looking good. They know they got to get a stranglehold on this division. And a yeah. win here gives them a real good 9-3 and record. Going to be tough to lose that division after yeah. that. And especially knowing that they still have to play Minnesota. And the Rams. And the, and the Green Bay. And, and, the and the Rams. So this is almost like must win for yeah. the Bears because to get that ninth win, you could maybe take a loss here or there. Yeah. But, and get, but to get Trubisky back is going to be huge. But... Uh, I just have no faith in the Giants. I thought because of last week when they lost, when they were still in it, and they lost it by such a terrible just choke job of being up yeah. 19-3 and then losing. Um, I just see Chicago winning it, but it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going uh, to be 20-14. 20-14, yeah. I, I see it being a low-scoring affair as well. It does worry me that I do want them to throw Chase Daniels in just because – well, he is playing. I think yeah. he's one hundred percent playing. Just because I think it's a good thing for looking ahead to the Rams. I think it's also an fu to the league for saying, "Hey, you guys, you gave us the shortest playing time. That's why he's injured. You gave us the shortest playing time turnover. That's not fair to the team." Um, you know, the the Giants do have a bit of a stagnating run stop, uh, which I think will be an interesting thing, but. If Chase Daniels able to throw the ball out, he was overthrowing the ball a lot last well, week. Well, he hasn't played in a long time, so I feel like hopefully he's got a bit but more But he played practice. the best game of his career. So yeah, he did have a great game. and all, I think all he has to do is do what he did last week Get and the, the ball out. Win. Rely on the running game, which we haven't done a lot. I do have the Bears winning this one. I have the yeah. Giants scoring. I have some defensive penalties happening and defensive scores, but I have the Bears winning 28-20. to 20. Yeah, and I would like to see Jordan Howard used a bit more because right now he's looking like, what's the point of this guy? He's looking yeah. like he's going to be gone off the team next year. You have to start looking at what, uh, you know, what Baltimore is doing and start using the running backs like that. Start punishing because we haven't punished anyone with him. They're doing a lot of quick outs. They're doing a lot of passing plays. As opposed to just trust your running game. Just trust it to let him take the ball and just pound it Especially in. with Chase Daniels in. You need to rely on that running you gotta game. you got to rely, more. and you got to mix it around because they, you know, New York is going to have watched Chase last week. They're going to try to figure out the stuff that he was doing and trying to negate it. Um, but this will be an interesting interesting game. Uh, another game, two five and six teams, uh, both going in different directions. Denver, five and six. Uh, Cincinnati, five and six. In Cincinnati, Denver, four and a half point favorites with a 42 point over under. Uh, Andy Dalton. Uh, is gone. Jeff Driscoll yeah. will be Driscoll. in. Uh, an O-line who has struggled to protect Andy Ugh. Dalton. How will they protect Jeff Driscoll? Especially if A.J. Green might be out as well. Oh, yeah. This is a toast uh, Cincinnati think... is just injured. I mean, you know, put in a college team, really. This is a play Denver's defense, if you got it, in fantasy. Because yeah. right now, going against Driscoll. Denver's actually looked really good, um, considering people, when they traded Damaris Thomas, think, uh, was this team kind of getting rid of assets, yeah. not ready. But, you know, like Case Keaton's played well. But it's been a lot of Philip Lindsay has been the real story yeah. of Denver and then you got Von Miller and Bradley Chubbs looking really good for like, as a draft pick so the defense is coming on a bit stronger now and they're still in it and now they win this they're six and six yeah they're right in that conversation for the wild cards I think this is a massively big game for Denver I think they know it and I think they're kind of excited that they're back in it again where yeah. Cincinnati you had the opposite where they were five and two and it felt like wow is this Cincinnati are they finally going to take that next step here we are, five and six, just pretty much season yeah. over. Dalton's done. Marvin Lewis, actually, I say Marvin Lewis will get fired, but probably he'll find a way to uh, show those incriminating photos he has on the owner yeah. or something, because how this guy still has a job, and then Hugh Jackson will get it. Uh, but it's <laughs> over. I just don't think Cincinnati has enough. Driscoll will be fun to watch. Let's see what he does, because yeah. really the question is, will Dalton be back next yeah. year? I think we've seen everything he can do, yeah. but unless you get a new coach and he wants to keep him, this might be the end of it. The end of the Andy Dalton era. Well, the good thing is they're saying that he's rehabbing his thumb by keeping it up Hugh Jackman's ass. <laughs> Jack 
Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Uh, yeah. Uh, Hugh Thumb Jackson. Warmer. Uh, you know, it's always Hugh Jackman. Too. Yeah, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. He's a massive. Bengals. When when you have it, you know, we talk about this. When you have a, a quarterback, uh, particularly a new quarterback coming in, there is a tendency to have him play lights out football because you know it's his first time. Well, you're you trying to do something, especially when your team's five and six. You're excited. You're like, yeah. oh my god, maybe this guy will be nothing. The nothing to lose. Maybe nothing he'll to lose. be our Tom Brady. That's so what he's got nothing to lose. But Denver does have everything to lose. Denver is still thinks they can get a playoff spot. So Denver is going to play as hard as they can. Look, if Case Keenan or if uh, Baker Mayfield was able to do what to Cincinnati what he did last week, just putting up lock knockout points, I think Denver can do the same thing. Maybe Case, but I think the running game will get it up. So uh, my prediction in this one is Denver 24, Cincinnati 13. Uh, I'm going to go Denver 23-10. Uh, 23-10. Pretty close. Okay, let's go to the next uh, Sunday game. This one is not on Sky as well, but you would watch it with us at Greenwood Sports Bar. Bring an iPad. Bring a, a tablet. Bring whatever you want. We've got some Wi-Fi there. We'll be watching the early games there. We'll be watching the, uh, the LA Rams 10-1 at Detroit 4-7. and uh, Rams coming off a bye uh, where they put up 50 points. Uh, Detroit... Coming off of just sadness, um, really. Um, so, will McVay be planning on this one? Will he be looking ahead to the next game? Uh, will Aqib Tlaib be back? Uh, Carryon Johnson, will he be back? Uh, uh, it's, it's not going to matter who Carryon Johnson's back. I think it's Aqib Tlaib. He's close sure. to getting back. Uh, but again, this is just Detroit's just got no chance in this. I can't imagine. What's the spread? The 10? spread is this one ten. At I feel that's a good spread. Like I would yeah. definitely pick uh, fifty-five point over. I would definitely pick the Rams to cover that. I think uh, Gurley, just because of the fact that they're also playing in a dome in Detroit, yeah. so they're going to literally just be lights out, throwing it anywhere they want. Matt Stafford's just a pale like, in comparison to years past, but he's got no weapons. Yeah. He literally has nothing. Look, Garrett Blunt, uh, we see him have a good game. Again, he might be a cheap uh, daily fantasy option because he had a big game last week. If Karen Johnson doesn't play, the Rams have uh, no run defense, so and they're going to need to run the ball. So I think Detroit... That's a good play, but right now I just feel the Rams, especially after that New Orleans loss, is seen a big opportunity to be like, oh, now we can get that number one seed. Yeah. So let's do this. So I think Rams is just going to do it. They have a Todd Gurley, big game. Play your Rams. Play your Rams in fantasy. And I think it's going to be something like 42 to 26. 42 26. Pretty close to my score there, right? Oh, nice. Uh, 42 to 20 that I have it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think they're, I think LA is going to start gradually, you know, working themselves back into the system. I don't think they're going to play crazy knockout football, fifty points like they did before. Detroit will be throwing some stuff at them because it's a home game. You know, they they don't want to be embarrassed solely at home, uh, but they will be embarrassed, but not as hugely as they think. Forty-two to twenty. Uh, here's an embarrassing team, a team that's got the worst offense in the league right now versus another team who's had the worst offensive expectations in the league. Arizona two and nine, Green Bay four six and one, yeah. same record as the Cleveland Browns. If I didn't mention go. that maybe, earlier, yeah, maybe below Four, fourteen and a half point spread in this game. Um, Ooh, really? And that is uh, generous to the Packers, considering the way they've been playing. Well, it is Green Bay at home. You've got Arizona not used to playing, I, I guess, outside. But uh, it's going to be an interesting one. Will uh, Aaron Rodgers step up with his detractors? Does he have enough weapons? Does he have enough people to throw yes. this ball to? He, this is the one. Like I feel like if if they lose this then Mike McCarthy will get fired the next day. But they're not going to lose this. They know they need to beat this. And they need, not only do they need to beat this, they need to lay a beat down on yeah. this team for their own confidence. Aaron Rodgers is going to come out pissed. But sometimes, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys that plays better pissed or worse pissed. Yeah. Because he just seems like he's just always angry. He's like the Hulk. 
He's just always angry. And uh, I just think it's just got to happen. Green Bay, I think Rosen's got no offensive line. No. They're going to be coming. Mike Patton's really just going to come at the rookie. He's going to have no chance. Uh, Green Bay needs to use Aaron Jones more. And and for God's sakes, Aaron Rodgers, check it down if you have to. Like, get the Move the chains. Get some points early. But yeah. to me, the most important thing is... The pack need to have a good second half because this they've been terrible in the second half. And if they if the game's even remotely close, like they've scored what three points in the last two halves, yeah, like six points in the last two halves, that's unacceptable. I need to see more from Far uh, Farv. Farv, uh, from yeah, Rogers. I want to see more from Farv too. Uh, yeah, from Rogers, but I don't think even think they're gonna cover this to be honest with you because I just don't think they're gonna put up like forty on them. Yeah, everyone's putting up forty. I'm gonna say they're gonna win uh, thirty to seventeen. 30 to 17. See, I've got, oh, Ryan, you're getting pretty close to my scores. I got 35, 17. I do think that they will cover this, um, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be ugly. I mean, he's gotta stop, you see, he's gotta stop trying to force these long balls. Rogers keeps trying to force these long balls to Devontae Adams. He only seems to be looking for Devontae yeah, Adams. Yeah, that's the he's real problem. He's not looking around at the rest. Uh, you've got that. Uh, but does he, is it that he has no confidence in them? You got Jimmy Graham. He just. I think he's just he's just so desperate to score. And sometimes when they get put down, when they go behind, his only option is don't focus on the running game. I can throw this. I can do which it. Which is crazy. He's got to lose. He's got to grab a bit of hubris and, and focus on the fact that you got to win together as a team. It's not the Aaron Rodgers show. Well, yeah, which is crazy because Aaron Jones is averaging like six yards a carry. He's like number one in the NFL, and you're not using this guy consistently. He never gets hundred yard games. Yeah. It's like that's what makes it easier for Aaron Rodgers. It depend on your running game use it more stop putting it all on your shoulders just because you're you, you people keep calling you the goat even though that's ridiculous yeah but uh yeah i think they're gonna win they need to because they have to run the table so this is a must win and i think it's gonna be an easy win and it's the perfect game that they need right now yeah i mean the, the only thing you could look forward to i mean it's funny just watching larry fitzgerald on the field because you think geez if they would have tried to have trade if green bay would have if Aaron Rodgers had Larry Fitzgerald, this would be a different, oh God, totally different team. Well, he's still a 35-year-old receiver. But, but yeah, he, still, he still has great separation. He's a big guy. He's strong. He can push off the mark. Uh, Aaron Jones have to be used. But I think Arizona will be able to score some on them. Uh, they'll be able to move something on them. The defense is lackluster. They can be scored on in the middle of the field, as Phillip Rivers showed, as he eviscerated them for 45 points. And I think uh, you know the, both teams are going to look at that and go, look what Phillip Rivers did to us. Is this going to happen again next week? And I think nobody really wants that to happen, but it'll be a very tight and exciting game. All right, now we go to the first game of the late games, uh, some of the late games that we'll go through. Uh, this one has got a bit of a blowout written all over it. Absolute blowout. Kansas City at Oakland, the best offense against one of the worst defenses, 9-2 and two versus 2-9. Two and 15-point spread in this one, total of 55 and a half. Um, Mahomes has had the week off. Oakland's had a win. Um, can they, can these two things meet? No, it's going to be an absolute <laughs> shellacking, as it should be, as the gods intended. I think, especially uh, Kansas City's want going to want to just run them over. These are division rivals. People love sticking it to Gruden right now. I think, yeah. um, just because of all the shit he's probably talked about them on ESPN over the years. But I think this is just another perfect game for Kansas City to keep on rolling, going to ten and two. Again, they want to keep that number one seed because they want it to go through. And please yeah. don't give it to the Patriots. No, so exactly. this is not the one game that they're going to do. It. I think Mahomes is just going to keep up the ter- torrid pace, and what? Yeah, who's going to really stop him? To be honest, yeah, with you, exactly. on Oakland, there's going to be absolutely no- this game is going to be over literally by the second quarter. I think. Uh, yeah. I think it's going to be something like yeah, like you have like forty five ten. I think. Yeah. No, forty five twenty twenty four. Forty five twenty four. Because because Kansas City doesn't have that great of a defense. No, I mean I, I think this is over. I think once the coin toss is done, it's over. <clears throat> They're going to get seven yeah. points off the coin toss. Yeah. <laughs> this is all done. I've got it forty five seventeen. 
uh, 15 point spread. You can just see, you know, Kansas City is just going to keep on this pace. They're just going to keep, you know, ripping right through them. So 45 to 24. Show us something, Oakland. Show uh, us that, This care. game will not be on uh, Sky, but it will be on Red Zone. We'll be watching this at the Princess Alex in um, Crouchan. Uh, we'll actually be showing a selection of games, uh, including we probably put this one on one of the TVs as well, maybe. We'll throw this one on just so everyone can watch it. Uh, okay, let's go to the next game. This game will not be on, uh, but it will be an interesting one uh, just for the sake of fantasy. New York Giant, uh, New York Jets at Tennessee in a rare 9 p.m. game uh, for this one. 9.05 is a kickoff. Uh, Nine-point favorites for Tennessee. Ugh, they do not deserve to be nine-point favorites against well, anybody. Well, when Tennessee, their offensive line, Marcus Mariota, is going down a lot, uh, will the Jets, who do have a good uh, uh, defensive line, come after it and shut Ugh. down? No, I don't think so. I think just the Jets are just really looking ugly right now. I don't know if Darnold's going to play. I think it's still Josh McCown, but he's looking like like most 40-year-old quarterbacks should look. Yeah. He just doesn't really have they, – they don't have a running game. Todd Bowles has kind of lost them. Their defense defense isn't really stopping anybody. They gave up 41 to the Bills. And Tennessee right now, especially after a couple of that loss last week against Houston, really needs this to keep themselves in. The, what is their record? 3-8 uh, and eight Jets versus 5-6 and six Tennessee. Exactly. So Tennessee literally can't lose. So they have to win this. Yeah. Uh, this is a must win. I think the fact that they're at home and Josh McCown's at quarterback, I think it's going to be an easy win for Tennessee. And I think they're going to win it 27-17. Uh, 27-17. I have this as a tight game for Tennessee. Uh, I think because you know, the Jets have an ability to shut down the run, um, which they've done before with Lamar Miller. Uh, they've done it through a lot of other running backs. Um, I think Isaiah Crowell, too, will cause some problems for Tennessee. But I have Tennessee winning this one in a tight game, 28-24. Uh, Tennessee is just trying to get their bearings together. Uh, we'll see if they can, but uh, it's, it's been very tight for them. Uh, this game is going to be the one that everyone wants yes. to watch. It is on Sky. It's going to be the game, game of the week. Uh, this is the game we'll be watching. Please join us at the Princess Alex uh, up in Crouch End. Ten minutes only from Finsbury Park. Just grab the W7 bus. Drops you right off out in front of the place. You're there. It's open till 1 a.m. Some of the best wings. Just ask them to hold some of the sauce off. <laughs> Minnesota, 6-4-1. and one. Uh, Sauce New on the side. New England, 8-3. and three. Uh, New England favored. Uh, the line originally was uh, six points. Now it's four and a half. Yes. Um, and with a 48-point over-under, uh, Brady last week struggled with his knee problems in illness, but he was still able to rip apart the middle of the field. Um, will he do the same thing with Gronk this week? No. No. Uh, Minnesota's defense is playing really well. They're playing like the defense everyone thought they had because at the beginning – they were terrible, and they were getting run on and passed on. But I think right now, Minnesota's looking on like a good tear. Um, like Kirk Cousins had a big Sunday night game, which is yeah. what he needed. Big win against Green Bay. Again, they know that they're still in this fight. New England, again, this is a really tough game for them. Like They're going to get hit. Tom Brady's going to get hit. Again, uh, Sonny Michel has been a real help to that team. I think yeah. that's been the major thing. And James White's going to be there for the old checkdowns all day. But I actually like Minnesota to pull off the upset okay. in this one. I'm going to go. This is just my – I'm speaking with my hate, not my heart. Okay. Uh, all the hate in my heart is going into this one. I think Minnesota is going to pull this off. 31-28. Uh, uh, Okay. Uh, wow. Win, I think. I think it's a massive game for them. They're they're on a nice little run right now, and I think they got to keep it going. I think they can pass on this team. Like yeah. Thielen, Thielen and Diggs can do some damage against this uh, against this New England team. So I'm interested to see how Bill Belichick deals with Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs because right now people have been able to move yeah. it on the on New England. So yeah. Tom Brady's looking a little uh, looking a little old. 
He is looking a bit old, but I, you know, I think they're really prepared for this one. This is a game that they're really got to focus on. It's at home too for New England, which is that a big is factor. the one thing that gives them a big. Uh, and to me, you talk about what will Bill Belichick? What is the one thing he contained? He always tries to contain one thing. It will be the Thielen factor, which to me leaves Diggs open. Uh, they will because Thielen is just so tall, and he can get that separation from people. He can jump for those balls. He has amazing hands. So of course he's going to focus on him. Um, <clears throat> with Gordon and Edelman back, Brady I think is going to spread the ball around the middle of the field. Because Minnesota can get scored on. The Bears obviously handled Minnesota well. So they're going to look at what they did there. Uh, I have but, this, Yeah, but that's a difference. New England doesn't have the Bears defense. They don't have, they the don't have Khalil Mack. They don't. But, you know, we did, they, they were able to get away from the Bears. I just see New England being too strong in this one. Too much. I think Minnesota is going to get the real reality check because New England is playing for home field advantage. And I see them winning this one. 38-28. Um... And this one, I think, will be over uh, probably by the fourth quarter. Uh, Minnesota will only be able to try to come back. It'll still be too much for them. Uh, now we go to the Battle of the West Coast. Um, Ruben is gone, um, and you've got a San Francisco team that got run over um, by Tampa Bay. The 2-9 49ers at the 6-5 Seattle Seahawks. Seattle, 10-point favorites with 46 points. Seattle is really trying to lock this down and trying to move on. Uh, Russell Wilson has been really playing good football He's with Tyler Russell Lockett Wilson and Baldwin. Football. And I mean, Nick Mullins basically just has George Kittle, and that's it. Uh, how will this team be able to compete? Uh, with no, I don't think they're going to be able to. I think they just got to. Richard Sherman coming back to Seattle, so that'll be interesting. He'll get a nice little reception. Uh, but I think right now, this is Russell Wilson. He knows what he has to do. He's going to put the team on his back. It's what he does in December. And I'm very excited for this. I think Seattle's in a perfect situation to get another win, to go up to 7-5, and five, especially with Washington uh, having a tough, tougher schedule now with Colt McCoy. It's a big game. A must win. You can't lose these ones to San Francisco. It's a bit of it of a rivalry game, but... With Mullins against Russell, like, yeah. come on, there's no question. Seattle's going to be able to run it. San Francisco's got no defense. They just lost Reuben Foster. They're kind of in shambles right now. It's a big game. Seattle's going to easily win this 28-10. Uh, to 28-10. Man, you're almost looking at my scores. I got 28-7 to 7, uh, on this one. Uh, yeah, Mullins, I mean, he might be able to find Kittle. Um, but that's going to be really it. Uh, Matt Breda, I think, will have a pretty good running game. I could see him getting 100 yards in this one. But not being as effective as they need, they're going to rely on him too much, which eventually Seattle will just sort of lock down. Um, Nick Mullins, welcome to the league, buddy. Yeah, you had a good time. You had, had a good Thursday. You had a good game. Don't die, because uh, Jimmy G needs you. Um, so now let's move on to our late game uh, on Sunday. This one will be on at 1.20. Uh, you can watch this on Sky. You can watch this on uh, your Game Pass, or I'm sure lots of other streaming channels will also have this game. The LA Chargers, who destroyed... Uh, Arizona last week by 35 points are now facing Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh 7-3-1. Pittsburgh having a very few, you know, they've had some up games but some down games. Pa Pittsburgh is favored in this one though by three and a half points, um, which Ooh, is a bit this insane. Is a tough game, isn't 51 it? and a half points. Joey Bosa is back. Uh, the Pittsburgh offensive line is back. Um, how will the Pittsburgh? Defense and offense skill to handle this LA. It's gonna be a really tough game because Pittsburgh's got like you got New England coming up, like and then they lost this game that they should have won. You got Big Ben in this week. He's been like throwing shade at his players. Oh yeah, like, like he's just I don't know what he's doing. Like and I think like, is this gonna be this thing that now in December Pittsburgh just falls apart? Yeah. Because right now when you got infighting, you got you got uh, Jay Connor is not. You got the like Le'Veon Bell situation. Mm -hmm. 
And then you got, I think, uh, I'm, I think there's a perfect chance for the Chargers to walk into a dysfunctional Pittsburgh and beat them. And I think they are going to beat them because I think they got their defense. Actually, ooh, yeah, I forgot about Melvin Gordon's going to be out. So it's yeah. going to make it a bit tougher. Um, Pittsburgh, I'm still going to go with the Chargers win because I think okay. Philip Rivers is playing great football. Um, and I'm going to go that it's going to be 28 to 27. I think it's going to be a really close game. 28-27. But I really like that game Philip Rivers had last week was just incredible. I think losing Melvin Gordon will hurt, but like Austin Eckler has played well as a backup. He's moved. He's a guy that comes in and moves the ball. And I just think I just need to see if this Pittsburgh team is dysfunctional because right now that loss, I think, really hurt them. And Big Ben's just having to throw it all over the field. And right now... Philip Rivers just looks like the better quarterback out of the two. So I'm going to go with Philip Rivers, but I think Pittsburgh can win this, definitely. He, I think Pittsburgh is going to win this one. I think they'll be using uh, Vance in the tight end slot, Juju uh, Smith-Schuster as well. Um, it's having Melvin Gordon out. You've got his Austin Ezekler, uh, you know, playing, and another backup as well, who I picked up on one of my fantasies. Um the running game is just not going to be the same. Pittsburgh is focused. Pittsburgh is at home. They've been on the road. They're better for, at home. They've been on the road for so long doing all these different games where they've lost, and they need to be home in the home crowd at Heinz Field. Um, I think the Chargers are going to struggle uh, in the cold and against uh, uh, Big Ben. I've got Pittsburgh winning this one 31 to 24. It's going to be a great game, though. It's going to be a very good game. Uh, very. It's not going to finish till 5 in the morning, so Ugh. make sure you got your, get your Red Bull. Okay, the final game of the week. Uh, it is another NFC East game. It is Washington at Philadelphia. All of them obviously going to be looking at what happened last night uh, with the Cowboys. Yes, that's... Putting a choke on it. Uh, Colt McCoy um, against Philadelphia. Um, is this going to work? Five and six, six and five. Philadelphia, six points. They were six and a half. Now six points favorites with a 44-point uh, over under. Can Philadelphia put this uh, together? Yeah, they have to. Like literally, especially since Dallas won last night. Like this is literally a must-win for Philadelphia. What's the record? Five and six. Five and six, so, and six so, and yeah. five Reds. Again, so they're still only what a game back. Like, it's not too bad. You got to you got to win this. I think Philadelphia will. I think Colt McCoy on the road. It's just too much for him. He just doesn't have the weapons. Adrian Peterson's getting old, but he's playing well. But that again, they can get passed on, but I, they just don't have the weapons. And I think with Alex Smith, I probably would have taken Alex Smith to witness yeah. if he was playing, to be honest with you. Just the way Philly, they got Adams, who's looking good in the running game. I think that's helped them because that's what's really been hurting them. But Carson Wentz just doesn't look the same right no. now. Like, he still looks like he's suffering from that injury. Alshon Jeffrey has just been invisible the last couple of weeks. Uh, and that's been a real question, a problem because that was the one that he was so dependable over the last couple of years. And we're just not seeing anything out of this Philly defense. But I think being at home against Colt McCoy and having Dallas win, I think Philly will win this. And I think they're going to win it easily. I think they're going to win it uh, 30 to 20. 30 to 20. Yeah, I think Washington is sort of falling apart. Aside from those Bama boy defense, it's really it's really a struggle for them. They're not going to move the ball well. I think Adrian Peterson should have a good game because Philly does have a trouble stopping the run right up the middle. So AP, I think, will be good if you're looking for a DraftKings value. Um, but Carson Wentz, he just seems to be... Yeah, he's was just he, not he's, the he's same. Not, is he hurt? Is he playing without focus? He needs to get his game together here. He needs to spread the ball around. He needs to go deep on this deep ball. They've got enough of these guys that they've picked up. Um, yeah, where's this? Where's that Carson Wentz of last year when he yeah. was the MVP? Where's that offense? The fire. Where's the innovation? Like it just feels like what the hell? What the hell are we watching? We're watching like the Philly team from the last four to five years instead of last year. Yeah, the the, the dog faces have gone away. They just don't seem to be able to put this thing together. And and you sort of worry about them because both these teams need it. But it is in Philadelphia, so we will be raining down with batteries. With hate and probably, and hate. Yeah. Um, Colt McCoy, you know, he's just he's. 
he's I just don't see him being able to, to handle this defense. Um, so AP, Jordan Reed, I think will have big games, but Philadelphia is going to be all over them. And, and hopefully, you know, Washington is going to have to put some pressure. Those Bama boys are really going to have to sort of put some pressure on it. But that offensive line has been playing better, giving him more protection. Philly needs to open up their run game as well, which they seem to have been – They every other week they seem to get the running game going, and then they seem to shut it down again. So my prediction in this one is Philadelphia 28, Washington 23. Yeah, I can see that. Those are all the predictions. Uh, so we watch the game. We watch it uh, early Sunday. We go down to Greenwood Sports Bar right across from Victoria Station. Lovely sports bar. A stone's throw, as it they is. say Don't here. throw stones because a lot of glass. Um, they've got uh, nine screens up top, including the biggest TV you've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, it is. It huge. actually hurts your eyes, to be honest with you. Like when, was, like when we were there for the Thanksgiving game, when it was so bright, because it's so bright. Oh, yeah, when it does Literally, flash. you need like Jim McMahon glasses to, to if you sit in too PC close. principal glasses. PC principal. PC principal. Uh, we'll Buddha, be there. Buddha box. We'll be yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone bring your Buddha box. Uh, and so we'll be there the early games, uh, and then if you go to the late games, we'll be at Princess Alex, uh, which is only at one a.m. Uh, also, make sure you check out our website nflinlondon.com. Follow us on Twitter NFL in London. Go to Instagram NFL in London. Uh, we got lots of fun articles and things that we put on our website. We also have a lot of betting tips if you're looking for those as well. Uh, so make sure you do follow us, like us, subscribe. If you got this podcast, share it with everyone. Uh, week 13. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Yeah.